It's 6 o'clock. It's now time for your number one sports show. Main event, your host, Haven Harrington, is on vacationing in Florida. And Rashawn Myers is broadcasting live in Shawnee Park for the Dirt Bowl. And uh, Rashawn, it is basketball in the air. I'm doing great, man. It's basketball. I can feel it in the air. Well, I'm excited, Rashawn. Tell me, what, how's the atmosphere going on down there at Dirt Bowl, down at Shawnee Park? Well, you know, as always, it's unbelievable. It's a great turnout today. Um, it's a beautiful day outside. It cleared up. I was a little worried after the, all the rain things going on yesterday, but uh, it's been unbelievable. We have a great, great turnout. The park is absolutely cool. We have kids out here, uh, you know, playing around, uh, you know, trying to fulfill their hoop dreams. They'll be the next guys over here on the court for two while. Uh, you know, the, the teams are going up and down. I've seen a couple people trying to get dunked on. I haven't seen them, uh, you know, I haven't seen them get dunked on yet, but uh, I think it'll be coming pretty soon. Rashawn, since it is uh, basketball in the air tonight, there's some big recruiting going on in college basketball uh, in Las Vegas and uh, actually in Chicago. Rick Pitino is one of the biggest coaches around the country, and Rick Pitino is looking very good in the recruiting class of 2015 and 16. Sean, everybody is basically excited about this uh, recruiting class for, for Kentucky as well, too. But Coach Calipari and uh, some of the biggest uh, college coaches around now for this NBA basketball camp. So you can just iterate on some of the uh, college coaches that's uh, looking for the recruiting for 15 and 16 class for their, for their uh, school. I mean, he may have been uh, the MVP of the Orlando 
Orlando Summer League. Did he win the game-winning shot? Including the game-winning shot to win the championship, uh, you know, for his Memphis Grizzlies or Summer League team. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Coach Calipari, right now, it doesn't look like he's going to add anybody else. I know there was a big man uh, that he was possibly at a 6'11 center uh, that he was looking maybe to add to the 2015 class. I don't anticipate that happening. I think he's going to uh, ride for what he has. He did pull out uh, the young man Murray from Canada. Uh, it was good to see him sign on with Kentucky. I think Kentucky needs another guard after losing Devin Booker. They really didn't replace that shooting uh, soaring. So I think Jamal Murray just to show you that. Uh, you know, then you look at the rest of the guys like Cal Asuke, uh, what he's going to bring to the table. Isaiah Briscoe, uh, possibly the number one point guard in the 2015 class coming in as well. So I don't think Coach Cal is staying up and not worried about uh, you know any recruits a little bit. Let's say about Serena Williams. What a great job she was uh, doing in the Wilmington. And Rashawn, she is a bad, bad woman. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. You know, Serena Williams. Oh, Serena, yeah. Well, Serena's always a good one. You know, I mean, that's, that, that's, that's without a doubt. So Serena, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's knocked off. Yeah, her sister got a sister on up out of there. One of those things. I mean, that's. Well, Rashawn, tell us about some of the uh, basketball leagues that's taking place down there at Shawnee Park for the Dirt Bowl, and uh, tell us who's all anticipating. Maybe some college players or some ex NBA players, as well, too. Well, you know, I mean, when you talk about the local Dirt Bowl and everything it's missing this city, uh, and historically in basketball, you know, at one time the Dirt Bowl was at the Rucker Park for pretty much. Uh, you know, even in terms of notoriety, in terms of talent, and the, the folks that will come out to be a part of what's going on here. And it's great to see some success as well. The Dirt Bowl is big back, uh, strong um, after a couple of years of, of being inactive or not being as uh, big time as what it once was. Uh, but, you know, when you look back, guys like Jeremy Dresden, guys like Wes Hunt, and uh, that were all part of this great event, uh, you know, players used to come from all around the country. Uh, to, to take part in this, and I think they're getting back to that. Uh, you know, from talking to the organizers right now, uh, you know, they have the open men's league, but they want to get back to having the high school league, the middle school league, the elementary league. Uh, they want to get it back to where it was when I was a kid. So, I mean, um, it's very exciting. There's a lot of talent out there. I mean, if there's one thing to know about the Bulls, if you go to any of the uh, courts around the city, whether it be Shiny Park, Chickasaw Park, uh, Wyandotte Park, uh, and all around the uh, city airports, uh, they're great basketball players all around the city. Uh, so, you know, everybody's out here. Everybody's doing the game. They always say, I'll break the game, not today. Uh, you know, so I, I think that's really something to play because if you come out here and you talk a big game and you don't back it up, uh, you're going to hear about it. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that uh, everybody's out here trying to show their best improvement at the but I'll tell you what, I, I do have my man, uh, Alan Hudson, sitting in with me. Uh, Alan, I, I know you, you are an avid, avid basketball guy. You talk basketball uh, all the time. Uh, I don't know. How many weeks have you been out here so far checking out the action? Uh, it's almost like a week out here checking out the action. I just started call. I'm going to be the king this year. Most of the past, he's been back. Great touchdown. Yeah, I, and, you know, it's one of those things where it seems like as the excitement builds, uh, you know, things only get better. It's better and bigger and bigger. The crowds get bigger as everybody starts getting excited to get started. Uh, uh, now, have you, did you play in the Dirt Bowl? Yes. Yes, I played in the Dirt Bowl. So, so uh, you know, who, who were you trying to give a shout-out to any of your former teammates or any of the guys that you played with? 
house out here with my boy Smooth. Uh, we have to make the final four uh, thing here, so we have to go down for money, but we're going to get back out there. Okay, so a little bit of championship pedigree. That's what's up, guys. What's up? Well, I am actually playing uh, with the Penn State and School. Uh, great team, great organization. The second year uh, that actually I've been part of it, uh, Penn State uh, was, was actually uh, the former uh, coach and, and the guy who ran that team. He unfortunately uh, passed away in April. So uh, shout out to Penn State and his family. Uh, and to the team in general, uh, we've been out there opening up uh, to try to make me proud. So I do want to give a shout-out to the team uh, and to the world out there. Um, you know, so we're very excited. But, I mean, you know, everything about the Nerf Bowl, I love the energy that it brings uh, to the West End. Uh, I love the energy uh, and the positivity that, that we're out with. Uh, you know, we have groups out there. If you're not out there, first of all, if you're not down here, uh, you need to come out. Uh, you need to show the club. You need to. Uh, watch some of this great basketball people jump in out here, uh, putting on a show. Uh, you know, see out here having a good time. Uh, we have a little lunch. Let's just come out shoot the basketball. Uh, you know, try to find, uh, you know, some, some inspiration to do some great things. So, uh, you know, the, the uh, nurse home, uh, they're organizing and everything that they are doing. Uh, big, big, big community. So, well, we definitely appreciate that. So, Robertson, uh, appreciate you know, letting us come out here and set up. And uh, here's the main event sports show. We will be out here for the duration. Of the we'll be out here every week. I may not personally be on the microphone if I am playing in the game. <laughs> so, and, you know, of course, regardless of what happens in the game, I'm going to come back and tell you I saw it first. Because it's my radio show, and I can do whatever I want to do on the <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to tell you that I came out, I hit the game with it, so I, you know, that there's no way to prove that I'm lying. You know, because I just want to let you on the microphone, so. <laughs> Uh, a big shout-out uh, to my co-host, uh, Hayden Harrington. He is not in the whole in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so I'll be taking care of everything down here uh, at Johnny Park. And uh, on a little bit of a vacation. He knows I'm a basketball. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to get out here, uh, you know, and, and kind of show love for everything that's going on uh, down here. But, uh, Alan, let me ask you, I know that you have a lot of things going on. Not only um, are you going to have to get out of a basketball, but I know you're doing uh, a lot of great things. I see uh, you have your card over here on the table. Uh, and anybody who wants to come out there and check one out, I'll very, very nice. Very nice to stop with this card. What do you have going on? Um, July 22nd, we're having a secret day at Seneca High School. Uh, and my day is uh, based on all odds of the LT. We're going to send this secret day by Cell Curry. Um, on the
of Toyota of Louisville, 6514 Dixie Highway, is proud to present Louisville Legends. Call Kevin at 480 Pound for pound, inch for inch, the greatest brother combo to play collegiate basketball, and they wore the cardinal red and black. The brothers McRae came to UofL as decorated high school stars from Mount Vernon, New York in 1978. In 1978, Scooter was declared the number one high school player in the nation by most scouting and ranking services. Scooter's freshman year, 1979, he started in the center position and was known for his incredible passing skills. During Scooter's sophomore season, 1980, against the University of Tennessee, Scooter went down with a serious knee injury. In came little brother Rodney to replace Scooter at center, and the rest is legendary. With the moral support of his big brother Scooter, Rodney played fantastic and with a stellar cast of players, including the legendary Daryl Griffin, who went on to win the University of Louisville's first NCAA championship title. Scooter continued his career at Yulevel and left as the number 11 all-time assist leader with 349. Scooter was a second-round NBA draft pick by the Seattle Supersonics. After his NBA career, Scooter came back to the Yulevel campus as the assistant basketball coach under his mentor, Denny Crum. Scooter now resides in Louisville as a business entrepreneur. Little brother Rodney also had a phenomenal career at Yulevel, being a starter on three Final Four teams, 1980, 1982, and 1983. Rodney played 10 seasons in the NBA, his last as a member of the World Champion Chicago Bulls in 1992 and 93. Rodney was honored as a member of the NBA's all-defensive team in 1988. Pound for pound, inch for inch, the greatest brother combo to play collegiate basketball. The Brothers McRae, true Louisville legends. Louisville legends. Legends. We're back with your number one sports show main event and Haven Harrington's on vacationing and Rashawn Myers is broadcasting live at Shawnee Park for the uh, Dirt Bowls taking place for the 2015 and Rashawn Myers is broadcasting live from Shawnee Park from the Dirt Bowl from the main event sports show. Rashawn, what is the atmosphere going on now?
If you're on Android, search the word Fade Event Sports. Uh, you can pull up the app on your phone. Uh, if you're an iPhone user as well, just go to the iPhone App Store. Uh, pull that up again, keyword Fade Event Sports. Uh, you can pull up the app. Uh, you'll be able to hear some podcasts. Uh, galleries of everything that we're doing. We're going to have photographers out here taking pictures of everybody, the players, uh, the people, everybody, the fans. Uh, so make sure you check that out. We also have videos. Uh, so there's a lot of things going on, Jake. Uh, so everybody uh, who doesn't get out there, uh, make sure you check that out and you can catch the replay of everything going on. But I think what, Jay, I, I want to get into some of the things going on now. Uh, I got Alan with me. Uh, so, Alan, I want to ask you about this. Uh, probably the biggest hot button topic uh, so far of the week, besides the fact that Patrick Rowan, as well as Juwan Pass, uh, probably the number one dual-break quarterback in the country uh, out of Georgia, looking like he's possibly going to become a little part of the his brother Shane Pass, uh, who's a freshman this year at the University of Louisville. Uh, it, it looks like uh, this Wayne Blackshear thing uh, has really, really caught uh, everybody. If anybody doesn't know, Wayne Blackshear had some comments um, this week about his time at the University of Louisville saying that he wasn't really able to show his whole game, uh, you know, kind of insinuated that maybe he took a step back uh, for the team. Um, I just want to get your thoughts. I know I have my thoughts on it, but everybody always knows I'm going to get my thing. So I do want to ask you, uh, just what, what are your thoughts on, on that? Do you think Wayne uh, is right or wrong? And, and what do you think about Wayne Blackshear's comments in just I love Wayne and his time here at and uh, I think he had a great four years. Uh, I really wish he would have said that. You know, you know, his career was over with him. You know, the was over with him. And he's moving on to play in the NBA. And now you have a lot of other fans looking at you watching play out right now. Some of the, you know, playing it looks like the same old one. You know, I watched another night on some of the league. He said he's going to be a different player. Going out there and said that, I think that's more, you know, a 
he was trying to sell himself the NBA team. I think that's what he's doing. He's trying to, uh, you know, show that, hey, I'm a good player. I was McDonald's All-American. Uh, you know, here's my resume of what I was able to do previously. Uh, and I think he's just trying to get himself, uh, you know, a right track. And that's what it's all about. At this point, it's about making that money. Um, so, you know, I, I think that, that Wayne uh, was just trying to take care of Wayne. No, I feel, I feel it on that aspect, though. I mean, he wants to show the scouts that, you know, he's going to be a different player. So, you know, the, the four years behind him, he's going to be a new player out there. And he uh, learned from it. So, I mean, you know, some people explain it back there a little bit. It's just, you know, all the work that will fall up again. So. No, I totally agree with you. And I'm going to bring in another guy here who's uh, a good friend of mine, a former University of Louisville football player. Uh, but a lot of people don't know, he was a better basketball player than football player than he was in high school. Uh, but a well, lot of high school basketball players love his uh, good player. Uh, but uh, my man Mike Brown is sitting over with me. He's still a little hot and sweaty. Uh, you know, uh, he doesn't, I don't know where he's going. You can have people calling him all up. Uh, you know, he's giving him his water. But he doesn't. He told he shook away his people and decided to come over and put a couple minutes to play the best sports show. Uh, so, uh, Mike, first of all, how did the game go? Well, thanks today. The game went well. Uh, we ended up with a victory. Uh, my team is 2-0, or 2-1 two, uh, two and one right now. Uh, we lost last week, won the first week, lost last week, won today. Uh, and today was great. Uh, great day to play basketball. A lot of people were out of the park. Beautiful day. And uh, I had a great game myself. Uh, only had three points, but hey, that's that piece of time. You know, you don't have to always be the top score. Oh, but first of all, if you only got two points, was it at least a pretty two points? Oh, come on with it. And one. And one. I beat my man off of the off of the free throw line on the rebound. Got it. Got the rebound. Got the bucket and one. Missed the free throw though. I got I got to clean that up. I was gonna say, but you should be on the floor too. Yeah, yeah. The and one missed the free throw. Joe finished it off, Brown, and it doesn't necessarily look. But hey, hey, that's real. That's real. That's real. I think that I'm a man about mine. If it is what it is, hey, that's why we are baby, to get better. And I will get better. I will make my free throws next week. Mark my mark my word. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, of course, Mike, uh, everybody knows you had a stellar career uh, at the University of Louisville. Went out to the NFL, uh, spent several times, uh, several years at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, there's, there's one draft that you have to college, but. Well, yeah, yeah, I was uh, a draft career out of, uh, out of the University of Louisville. You know, we had the Bucs signing as a rookie in uh, 2003, the year after they won the Super Bowl. That's what's up.
FCS University um, about William Baxter's comments. And do you think that um, him talking about Stephen John, he's not sure of his own name, the fact that, uh, you know, maybe he sacrificed for his teammates. Uh, do you think that was a right thing to say or a wrong thing to say? Um, is that something that, you know, it's like the, the, this one is about, about us. Well, what did you think about the comments in general and his teammates? Well, when you, when you talk about Wayne Blackshear, you're talking about a guy who had a uh, very high expectations on August. And his career point total, and that's really what a lot of people look at when they look at how, how good a player you are. His career point total, so that's right at 10 points. That's 10 points in career. And that's not, you know, uh, that's not going to get you drafted for a second round. And that's why he went to the draft today. So he had to sell himself. And, and we all know that he didn't, he didn't always live up the expectations for him. So he has, to, he has to explain himself a little bit, you know, and talk about his uh, injuries and, and that he, he has to be a self-declare in order to make the whole operation work. And when you look at him, he, he, he can make an argument. He has winning in four years and getting field belt players history. You know, you, you talk about his personal aspect. You know, what, he didn't look into the, to, you know, expectations. But the teams that he was on, all of them had 30 minutes plus. Thank you. 
because we knew he could be better and he needs to play better than what he was showing. And uh, I remember talking to Dale off after the, uh, after the set. He was like, man, Mike, you go ahead, old man. I was like, hey, man, come on, man. We, we know dude can bring us championships, man. So, yes, we are critical on him. And then, you know, look at what he did in that season. He put he brought it all together and with, with the help of his castmates that won championships. I want to bring you in on this as well. We're going to upgrade last year. But it is interesting to see how players kind of go from maybe the state go Kevin Willis of Toyota of Louisville, 6514 Dixie Highway, is proud to present Louisville Legends. Call Kevin at 480-8888. From Hodgensville, Georgia, a young man came to the UofL campus with a dedication and inner strength to be the very best. Derek Smith was truly committed. Derek was known by his teammates as the facilitator. He made things happen. While at UofL, Derek Smith made quite an impact. Metro Conference Player of the Year in 1981, three-time All-Metro Conference Player 1980 through 1982. Starting forward on the 1980 National Championship team, compiled 1,826 points while at UofL, which ranks him sixth on the all-time scoring list. While at UofL, Derek Smith was credited while creating and popularizing the High Five, a congratulatory gesture still used today. After Derek's tenure at UofL, he spent nine seasons in the NBA and ranked the number one guard in 1984 and 85. When he averaged 22 points per game, Derek suffered a career-ending knee injury in 1991 but went on to be an assistant coach for the Washington Bullets. To the dismay of all Cardinal fans, Derek lost his life on a Norwegian cruise line in 1994 of a massive heart attack. Although gone, Derek Smith left a legacy. His son, Nolan, who followed in his footsteps and also played on the 2010 Duke National Championship team, Derek Smith, a true Louisville legend. Louisville legend. Legends. We're back with your number one sports show, main event, and Rashawn Myers is broadcasting live down at Shawnee Park for the 2015 Dirt Bowl. And Rashawn got a couple of uh, NFL guys down there at uh, Shawnee 
Park for the for the uh, Dirt Bowl. You got uh, Mike Brown, the former University of Louisville, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and uh, he's got a couple other uh, former NBA and NFL players. Rashawn. Uh, that they would end up being a fourth pick on the New York Knicks. 
uh, uh, of all these players, out, of all these young guys, who do you think um, is probably going to be either the most successful earlier, or who do you like uh, as far as being able to come out there and show the game early on? Gotta give some love to the hometown kids. He has a lot of love for Ain't nobody else can bring no show out like this. Uh, as a rookie in the league, I think the ladies have set it up the top of the ball. Uh, I'm out playing here. Stress Korea, I'm out of LA. Kobe, Boy Miller, Sandman, Bull Wheel, Kickman, Doc. Set it up to be fine. He's going to go out there and play on the field. Well, you know what, I mean, and I, I agree. The NFL is a great player, uh, and I love uh, the backcourt uh, that they should have with both of them. And uh, last year's rookie, uh, first of all, first of George Parsons uh, was absolutely uh, electric for the Lakers last year. It looks like he's actually up for a rookie of the year uh, for the NBA PA. They're actually having the NBA Players Association Award for the first time ever this year. George Parsons up for that. I think that um, uh, D'Angelo Russell will be up for that as well. Um, so I, I agree with you. I think Russell Ross is going to be great. That being said, I do think that Jalil O'Court um, will be the guy that comes out um, and does the most early. Um, you just don't find a big man, 6'11", 260 pounds, and you do the thing that he can do offensively. Uh, you know, I, I love Carl Towns and his uh, potential, uh, but I don't think that Carl Towns is going to be the guy that does the world on fire early. I think that he'll be good. Um, I don't know if he'll be great, but we'll, we'll have to see about that. But there's uh, a lot, a lot, a lot going on. Um, we have to start up the AAU team. So, uh, if anybody does not know, uh, the AAU Nationals will be taking place here in Louisville uh, at the Kentucky Fairgrounds. If you did not get out there last year, make sure you get out there this year. PJ King, five-star wing player, Tennessee University of Louisville will be here and will be part of that event. Um, it's going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, the folks here at Main Event Sports Show um, will definitely be a part of what's going on um, out there at the AAU Nationals. There's going to be broadcasts out there. There's going to be videos out there. There's going to be interviews. Uh, there's going to be a lot of things going on uh, with that. So definitely get out there to the AAU Nationals. Uh, those folks put on an A1 uh, show last year, uh, and I expect that to be the case uh, again this year. Uh, so if you have that going on, BJ King and those guys are down there at Peace Camp right now. Uh, Maverick Rowan is out there as well. Uh, playing pretty well. Um, I think that there's a lot of guys uh, that Louisville's looking at. Kenny Johnson, the ace recruiter for Louisville, who was probably the main reason that BJ King signed on. He's out there following uh, several guys. Aaron Pop, I know they have both his recruiters. Uh, so that's going to be a name to keep an eye on. Aaron Pop's uh, 6'5 point guard out of Texas. Uh, looks to be the guy that Coach Pino and Benny Tyson, he wants to bring a point guard in in this class. Dennis Fitz Jr. Uh, is a young man uh, that's getting a lot of love right now. Uh, everybody uh, probably looks like he's probably the number one guy uh, as far as a point guard uh, in the 2016 class. He's doing very well. And Dries uh, Bam Bam Adebayo is another big guy uh, who was looking at. He's probably the number one or number two power forward in the class of 2016. All those guys are going to be, or at least most of those guys will be out here in Louisville. Uh, so if you uh, have a chance to get out there, uh, does it cost a lot uh, to get out there making eight, ten bucks? And you can see future NBA players, future college great players, uh, you know, the Cardinals as well. Uh, so, you know, definitely get out there to get a chance uh, and we'll see what's going on uh, with them. Uh, but you know what? 
of Toyota of Louisville, 6514 Dixie Highway, is proud to present Louisville Legends. Call Kevin at 480-888. Popularly known as Cool Hand Luke and Mr. Marsh, this calm demeanor basketball genius came to the Belknap campus to replace Coach John Drummle in 1971. Prior to his arrival here, Denny Crum had a phenomenal pass on the Westwood campus at UCLA. In 1956, Denny Crum played the guard position for the legendary John Wooden at UCLA. He was known for his steady, intelligent play and his consistent leadership. After his tenure at UCLA as a player in 1962, he was hired as assistant coach and top recruiter. While on the bench with UCLA, Denny was an intricate part of three national championship teams. Then came his big break, the head coaching job at the University of Louisville. And the rest of this story is legendary. Under his leadership, UofL became a national basketball power. In 1972, his very first year as head coach of UofL, the team advanced to the Final Four, led by All-American Jim Price, and were beaten by no one else but UCLA. Louisville fans knew from the start we had something very special. 1975, another Final Four appearance and the same result, a loss to UCLA. True Louisville fans were devastated, but with great recruiting and due diligence, 1980 gave UofL a third chance at a national championship. Led by Dr. Duncan Stein, Daryl Griffith, they walked away with the top prize, a national championship with the defeat over again, UCLA. 1982 and 1983 were again final four years for UofL. These times were unbelievable for Cardinal fans. 1986 was again a championship year. UofL had changed the landscape of college basketball. In 1994, Denny Crum was inducted into the Naismith Hall of Fame. February 2007, the Freedom Hall Court was officially named Denny Crum Court. When UofL moved to the new KFC Yum Center in 2010, the basketball court was again named in Denny's honor. Denny Crum, the basketball genius, a true Louisville legend. Louisville legend. Legends. We are back with your number one sports show. Haven Harrington, your host, and Rashawn Myers is broadcasting live at Shawnee for the Dirt Bowl 2015. And Rashawn Myers is getting ready to let us know what's taking place for the uh, Dirt Bowl down at Shawnee Park. Everybody's throwing off the jump shot. We've had, you know, the, the old man who just wants to get the one shot. He's like, shut up, shut up. Let me just get one shot. I want one shot. We got the, the one shot uncle. Uh, you know, he's throwing up and taking the jump shot. We
Okay? He's that type of athlete. He's absolutely addicted. He talks about the he talks about Senate Stone, Ray Paulding, um, great athlete, very long, starts to, uh, you know, from a young man, 16, 16, raised about his ability, uh, talked, you know, at length about what he thinks he could be as a player. Then he looked at Jay Adele, a young man, such as Suzanne, being Australia. Uh, he's a young man, about 6'8", very long, excellent defensive player. Um, I think you're going to see Jay Adele, you're going to see Donovan Mitchell, you're going to see Ray Pauling, and you're going to see uh, Maverick Rowan this year. No guy is going to play this year. Some people told me that Jay Adele is probably the best defensive player on the team right now. And that's high praise uh, for a freshman. You know, this is a team that has, uh, you know, elite eight uh, on their pedigree. Okay, now I understand my special is gone. I understand that Terry Rozier is gone. Uh, but you know what? At the end of the day, you're talking about a young man, a freshman coming off the turn of trip, basically falling off and being the best defensive player. This is a special, special recruiting class. Local fans, get ready because I think this group right now is going to be the next team to take a little eighth of power four, and I think they're going to win it. I think Donovan Mitchell has that type of ability. So be very excited. I can't wait uh, to get out there to the Young Center this year. Of course, the Oak Hill Raiders Sports Show will be there. Uh, I'll be down at Media Days covering this. Uh, look forward to great interviews coming up uh, from all those players down there. Alan, I know that you are an avid fan of the Young Center. Tell me, uh, the best, the all-time, the 